Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Friday road show here at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We welcome in Jacob Padilla with Hale Varsity. And Jacob Padilla underscores where you can follow him. Read him with HaleVarsity.com. Jacob, what a weekend it's going to be, man. I know you're gearing up for some prep coverage tonight. And uh, then it is the, uh, the, the, the match of the century. We'll just call it that. And it's Nebraska v. Wisconsin. We'll start there. I know you just posted a preview uh, on Hale Varsity on Herdad Sports with uh, Nebraska v. Wisconsin. You've seen this Nebraska volleyball team for a lot of years, Jacob, and kind of give us a thought here on how do you think they'll handle the moment tomorrow night. And they've been in so many big moments. That's why I ask about tomorrow night. Will it be any different for them? Yeah, I mean, I think the match of the century actually uh, is pretty fitting because um, from what I saw, this is the first matchup of undefeated one versus two since 1998, which was last century. So um, <laughs> I, I think we're good there. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a great match. I, I I do every every indication we've gotten from this this team is they have handled everything well. Um, even when they haven't played their best, they, they found a way to kind of gut through it and get wins. When they played their best, they've looked unstoppable. Obviously, they, they, they handled everything that came with the, the stadium match, um, all the extras involved with that. Um, they, they went to Stanford uh, for their first real road test outside of that, that Kansas State trip and uh, took care of business there and won that um, pretty impressively. So I definitely it definitely looks like from everything we've seen so far, this team does have the makeup to go handle something like this. And with the youth on the roster, um, there's not as much of the kind of the series history weighing over the team uh, because six of the players haven't experienced losing to Wisconsin yet. Uh, You've got the five freshmen who were in middle school the last time Nebraska beat Wisconsin. (laughs) Um, And then you've got Merritt Beeson who beat Wisconsin last year with Florida. Um, That's half your team right there uh, haven't haven't been a part of kind of what Nebraska has run up against with Wisconsin in the past. So it's just kind of coming in. It's that's, that's not really hanging over them. They're not looking at it like that, looking at it like, Hey, this is the next big match that we have to prepare for. It's Jacob Padilla with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska-Wisconsin volleyball tomorrow night. We'll also get into some Nebraska-Northwestern here in just a second. But, Jacob, we were talking yesterday with voice of the Huskers, John Baylor, and he was saying how, based on what he's seen this year and statistically, Nebraska should be seen as the underdog in this match tomorrow. And one of the things that I think is hard to account for whenever you're looking at the stats is that that home court advantage that you get at Bob Devaney. And with that, do you still think Nebraska is the underdog? It's a tough place to come in and play, or do you think Nebraska is not the underdog in this match? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I think it's a toss-up. I mean, you look at kind of statistically, uh, they are about as close as you can possibly get 
Um, Nebraska is a little bit better defensively. Wisconsin is a little bit better offensively, but they're both really, really good uh, on the other side as well. Um, you look at the difference in their hitting versus opponent hitting, it's almost identical. Um, Nebraska, slight edge after that last match in, in differential between hitting and opponent hitting. So, and Nebraska, I think, is definitely in the Big Ten so far, um, but probably overall has probably faced a, a tougher schedule so far this season. Um, so I, I think you probably make Wisconsin the favorite just out of respect for what they've done. And again, 10 straight, not that, again, not that half this team has been involved with that, but it's still 10 straight. It's been tw since 2017 that Nebraska has actually beat Wisconsin. So from that standpoint, you're weighing in history and all that. You probably make Wisconsin the favorite, but based on what they've shown this year, um, I, I think it's pretty much a toss up. The, the one big wild card is health. And we saw Wisconsin, uh, they were without one of their two setters. They've been running a 6-2 this year in MJ Hamill and Devin Robinson, who's gave Nebraska fits for years now for them. They're kind of middle opposite um, kind of hybrid player there. Um, they both missed their last three matches, but they did suit up and go through warmups for their match on Wednesday. They didn't end up playing, but that probably indicates that, yeah, they might be ready to go for Saturday. Lindsey Krause, on the other hand, doesn't look like she will be ready to go. Um, injured her ankle on Tuesday, obviously sat out uh, wow. against uh, Northwestern on Wednesday, was in a boot and on crutches. So expecting a miraculous turnaround three days later would probably be too much. So you're looking at Allie Batenhorst to have to step up again. Um, I just feel terrible for Krause with what she's gone through this year and with the level that she was playing at over the last, uh, last few weeks. That is a big blow for Nebraska. So we'll have to see kind of how, how that impacts this match on Saturday. But in terms of what the two have accomplished at this point, uh, it, it, I think it's take your pick. So Jacob Badilla with us here. And Connor, I don't mean to jump in front of you, but Schmidt dropped a, a big wow in the middle there. Was that in, in reference to what Jacob was saying or was that it something was, that's going on? And, and we, we have <laughs> some, uh, some listeners that have made the roadie from Lincoln. Ah, hey. well, there we go. That, that, that's, uh, that's always worth a wow along with Jacob's incredible analysis. So that shocked me uh, a little bit. Not the analysis, but the, uh, <laughs> the travel party that, that showed up here. Well, this is kind of a quick add-on to what Elijah had to say too, Jacob. And you kind of wonder the confidence level of just the fans too because we've seen this team play good competition really well. I mean, you go to Stanford winning four sets. You go on the road to Michigan State and Michigan, and I'm no volleyball expert, of course, but you go up there and it feels like they weren't playing their best volleyball, and then they come home and sweep Penn State. So does that give you a little bit more confidence heading into this match? I know you said it's a toss-up basically in your mind, but how does that kind of affect come into this match where, hey, Nebraska's been playing some good opponents very, very well. Yeah, and I mean, I think both the entire two weeks they were on the road, they didn't play, they kind of ran into some issues there with the serving in particular, but even they said they didn't play their best, but still took care of business. They were able to bounce back when they did struggle, and that's probably the best sign is where uh, at Michigan State, they played one of their worst sets of the season, dropped that one and immediately bounced back and dominated the next set and took care of business there. So that's those are the kind of things you're looking at where this team, even when they struggle, they found ways to pull themselves, pull themselves out of the rut and get back on track. So I think that's definitely a source for um, confidence for the fan base and for the team going into it, knowing that, hey, even when things don't go perfectly, we found a way to win. We found a way to get back on track. 
um, when somebody's struggling, others have stepped up. And um, I, I think just that that's kind of what this team has been this year, where you've got so many different players. I mean, you look at it, the 33 players have been recognized by the Big Ten for their weekly awards so far this year, and 10 of them have been Huskers. And uh, they, they've had at least one winner in all four categories. They've had multiple I mean, Bergen Riley's won multiple. We've, they've got multiple players of the week. So they've just got a lot of different players that, that, that can make an impact. So if somebody's struggling, they've been able to pick each other up. Jacob Badilla is with us. HailVarsity.com. Heard at sports at Jacob Badilla underscore. He'll be on the scene and be your uh, source for uh, volleyball coverage tomorrow. Nebraska, Wisconsin, and also plenty of analysis afterwards. Jacob, give me one thing you're looking at for Saturday night what is the reason Nebraska gets it done at the Bob it'll uh, it'll probably come down to serving and whether or not Nebraska uh, Nebraska has been the better serve receive team than Wisconsin so far this year I mean Nebraska's been the least ace team in the Big Ten um, but like if if Wisconsin's able to stay in system and kind of do what they do with 6'9", 6'7", with Devin Robinson as athletic as she is, with Sarah Franklin up there, with Temi Thomas Ilara, they've just got way too much firepower if they're able to do what they want. So Nebraska has to uh, kind of toe that line between serving tough enough to keep them out of system and put some pressure on them without piling up these service errors that we've seen in, in the last couple of weeks where they haven't had some great serving games and they've been able to get away with it because of the opponent and just how good they are. Uh, you, you can't afford to kill your own momentum where you, you get a great point and then serve right into the net and prevent yourself from going on a run. Um, so Nebraska is going to have to have their best serving uh, uh, match of the season where, yeah, they, they're putting the pressure on them without hitting out, without hitting it in the net so that um, uh, Wisconsin is not comfortable and Nebraska has a chance to put together some runs. Jacob, let's talk Nebraska real quick, couple of minutes before we let you go and, your vibe on Saturday, 2.30 is what? Do you think Nebraska keeps building, or do you think it's a scare fest tomorrow? <laughs> well, it could probably be a little bit of both. Um, just with the, <laughs> with the state of this offense right now and all the pieces they've lost and don't know quite exactly what they were able to accomplish during the bye week in terms of kind of reconfiguring things and trying to figure out, all right, this person can do this. This is this is what they need them us need them to do for us uh, offensively. Like it's, I just don't know what to expect from this team. Um, I think uh, it's a good chance, like the the bye week coming in here to to go reconfigure some things and to hopefully continue to get young players um, up to speed to where they can start being more impactful. Um, that's ultimately, I think, what is going to determine the second half of the season with the amount of kind of veterans that they've lost, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. Like you're, that's going to continue at some point. Like you're, you're going to have another injury or two. That's just the way football goes. You can't afford to keep losing guys without having others step up. And so the second half of the season, it's got to be what can, um, um, what can those freshman wideouts do stepping up there? Uh, what can Malachi Coleman do now as a starter? What are you going to get at that running back spot? Is Anthony Grant going to kind of get locked back in there? Is Emmett Johnson going to start taking some of those carries and show you some things? Like That's what the second half is going to be. You need to see growth from those young players on offense 
to enable uh, Nebraska to kind of get build some momentum and to stay afloat. Because as we've seen, no matter what you get from the defense, like it's not a, eventually if you put too much on the defense, they're going to wear down. They're going to start breaking down, and the opponents are going to be able to take advantage of that. So you gotta you gotta make progress on offense, and Northwestern is certainly an opportunity to do so with with their struggles this year. Jacob, before we get you out of here, what is your uh, plan for high school football tonight? Where are you at? I am heading down to Seacrest. Uh, first chance to see both uh, Gretna and Lincoln East this year. Uh, pretty spectacular quarterback matchup there with a basketball player versus a baseball player in Alex Wilcoxon uh, and Jeter Worthy there for, for East. And you look at it, Dash Bowman, the running back for East, and Isaiah Weber, the running back for Gretna. I mean, I, I didn't do the math there, but the, the percentage of total yards between those two, like those two duos for their teams has to be some of the highest in the state. Like those, those guys have been carrying their offenses all season long. So I'm looking forward to seeing them both go head to head. Come see me in the press box too. All right. I'll say that. That'll be good. Jacob Padilla with us. Find him. Hail varsity and uh, her dad sports at Jacob Padilla underscore Jacob. Thanks for the time today, bud. Appreciate you. Thanks guys. All right. More to come here at the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill, Hale Varsity Roadshow Friday.